0: Warm spring days are arriving. Oh, Am my I gosh. right? Isn't it great? You know what? I need a new pair of shades that i don't have to baby. Do you know what I'm saying, John? I don't want to take care of them. Let me put them on, take them off, and not to worry Look, about it. Hey, them. Dave, I know exactly sorry, sorry, what I you mean. Sorry, I didn't mean to rant. Knock around is the solution. Hey everybody, it's me Dave, one half of Dadville. Now, I've been a singer-songwriter for the last 20 years or so, but about 10 years ago, my dear friend and manager at the time pushed me to try to start doing some stand-up shows. If you've been to any of my live music shows, you know I'm chatty and love to tell stories and jokes, so it made sense. So, I was just dumb enough to try it. Since then, I've done about 30 or so stand-up shows And that means no guitar, just me and the mic and my funnies. (laughs) About four years ago, I did a stand-up show here in Nashville at City Winery, and we recorded the show, and that show is now an album called It's Hard Being an Idiot and is available on Spotify, Apple Music, and everywhere you listen to music and comedy. To celebrate the release of the album, I thought it would be fun to do some interviews with some of my favorite stand-up comedians to talk about not just being funny, but being professionally funny. This episode, I have the ruthlessly and mercilessly funny Mike Goodwin I, I I can say 100% sure I've never laughed this hard on a podcast I I could not get it together. I, I, I In fact, I think it was so bad I won't be able to listen to this episode because I was laughing so hard. Like, I think if you do the word count on this, I might have said like 15 things. I was just, my gracious Mike. It, he is so funny. We met, um, Dadville, me and John went out and did an event with Andy Downs, and Mike was out on the tour, on the whole tour opening, and he just slayed it that night. I realized, we talk about this, that I recognized him from Facebook, um, little ads that popped up and and uh, and I remember him being hysterical and watching all those. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's the same guy. He is a hundred percent as funny and warm and wonderful off stage as, as he is on. We talk about that some. Um, I talk about this too. I think his stand up bits are a lot like songs. Like he understands so well, like hooks, like moments that kind of make the joke work, and something that a little hook you take away from every bit of his. It's really incredible how how uh, how funny and how much he understands that whole thing. Um, He's also just a huge man which is really intimidating and, and sort of wonderful. It's like watching a su- superhero be funny, which makes me laugh. But he talks about how that actually doesn't help him every time he gets in front of a new crowd, which I think is a very genius uh, thing to uh, to understand about yourself. But I I, I I like this guy so much. Like He's somebody that I really consider a friend and I hope to hang out more with. And so I'm thrilled you guys get to hear this interview because I, I've, I've never laughed this hard in an interview. He just had me in the giggle box. So without any further ado, here is my... My conversation with Mike Goodwin. Let's get it jumping. That's the coolest thing I can never say <laughs> something that cool and someone's convincing as you just did, uh, folks. I am thrilled to be here with one of the funniest people I know, um, and that's coming in hot. But Mike, I mean that uh, Mike Goodwin, who I think so. So we we met formally um, when we were both out with Annie Downs. Me and John were out with Dadville and you were doing, uh, you were opening the shows up with, uh, with stand-up, and I mean, John and I watched side stage, and we kept hitting each other in the side, which I don't know if there's like a better response than when something's making you laugh, and you just, and you can't, but so you can't be loud, so you're just hitting your friend, and you're both like, we're covering our mouths laughing, but it was so funny, and you know what's what I told you that night, when we were on the bus, um, it was crazy, is I had the whole time, like, I'm terrible with names, but I am prodigiously good with faces. Like, right, I mean, and yours isn't easy to forget. I mean, you have your that's kid a up great
1: word, prodigious. Yeah, that's pretty. Right. Come on, <laughs> now. You got, hey, I out. should end now. I'm gonna <laughs> end on
0: a compliment. Thank you guys for listening. This has been fun. We've had a blast. <laughs> um, get some merch at the door. Um, no, but but uh, you know, I just don't forget faces. And we met on the bus, and I, I mean, dude, my brain was like, why do I know? Mike's, I mean, I'm running, I'm running. And when you started going into some of the bits, I was like, oh my gosh, he popped up on my Facebook feed and I watched and cackled laughing. I think at the dry bar thing. Was right. One of the, dry the dry bar, bar things. Right. right. Um, so it was so fun seeing you do your thing. But dude, you are, I, I spent, you know, it's been fun getting ready for these things because I just sit and listen to comedy. I mean, it's like the best thing ever. Cause you know, like my prep work for these interviews has been just watching y'all be funny. And it just put, it puts me in the best moods, but I mean, you are, you're, we're going to get to that. You are ruthless. That's what I'm going to call you. Just like you are, you're an assassin, man. Like you, you start going and it's just, I'll just feel bad for people in the audience. I'm like, y'all
1: about to get it. And you don't even know. So, so, so tell me this. So where'd you grow up? Where are you from? So I'm from Camden, South Carolina, small town in South yep. Carolina, uh, grew up born and raised. In the South, you know, so yeah, I, yeah. I, the oldest of three, and I, uh, after I grew up, I moved and joined the military. So that was kind of like my, my coming to adulthood or coming to mm, life. That's a
0: world. serious coming to adulthood too, right? Man. That's like that's like not my coming to adulthood. <laughs> my coming to adulthood was going to college
1: and like being late for class. Yours is like you oh, know man. somebody <laughs> screaming at you with a funny looking hat on. <laughs> What's going on with these hats? <laughs> Because y'all take these hats off, but they're very intimidating hats. <laughs> those, are some, those hats alone, those are scary hats. <laughs> uh,
0: what's going
1: on with these hats? You didn't even see that hat like in public until Pharrell showed up or whatever. But you're like, what are these hats that you're wearing? Y'all already intimidating people. But then you put that... <laughs> You put that brown hat on your head. That's- oh,
0: dear mother. You already got me in the giggle box. you are not three minutes in this thing. Good Lord. Oh, Those hats, man. man. Baby. <laughs> Those hats. I'm
1: going to start laughing at It's like, like a superpower, man. Those hats. You just look at the drill side. They look, they look like regular people. And then they put on that hat. And it's like, oh, that's a cold assassin right there.
0: That's
1: the with this guy. Oh, my I don't care gracious. who puts the hat on, man. It could be the most <laughs> docile. Yeah. He puts it. It's like over seconds. At first
0: you're like, I think I could take that guy. I get this and guy. And then he puts that hat on and oh, you're like, No, man. No. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> no. Right, I gotta I'm moving to here. the next to Get out of here. But this guy gets here. his hands
0: on me. <laughs> so so tell me this. I mean, so growing up in South Carolina, I'm so fascinated. I've asked all the guests this, like, Do you know you're funny growing up? Like what? What? Like are you in your family and you kind of know? Like I I got it, man. If it gets tense in here, I can I can loosen it up. Are you? Is that something you come to later in life? Like how do you start knowing that?
1: That's what I recognize. That's where my funny came from. My arguments, my parents. You know that my parents used to have. I mean, very volatile, very consistent. Yeah, physical at times. Oh wow! And I'm the oldest of three and. I can remember I was about 7. I was about 7 years old and I could feel the tension and you knew you never knew when an argument would take place like it just yeah. was so spontaneous. And I remember my mother would, you know, same kind of rhythm, they'd be arguing in their room, they'd tell us to either go in our rooms or close our doors or whatever. But they were so loud. We had we didn't have a big house. Everybody yeah, was kind yeah, of right yeah, like yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. So after, you know, whenever it would come to a conclusion, when it wasn't physical, it would basically my dad would would just be in the room my mom would leave and start like go to the kitchen and prepare start fixing dinner if it was physical he would like get out of the house like he had to get out wow. of the house and so i remember my mom went to the kitchen to prepare dinner and i'm the oldest of a, a younger brother and sister and i could just feel a tension it was just mm. such a tense uncomfortable feeling in the house and I just knew that if I made my mom laugh mm. that would at least alleviate some of the tension right, right. so mm. I did some silly thing and she laughed and it got to the point like I knew I was really funny when my dad would like yell from the back like what's all that noise what are y'all doing up there and I <laughs> Like I was like killing my, my brothers and my sister and my mom. So I was like, oh, but I didn't oh. think of that was like a stand-up funny. I just thought that was life providing me with an opportunity to like bring some levity to a situation. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And is that something where she now, did your relationship with her change in that moment? Like is she now looking at you like oh, okay. Now you cause I'll tell you, my mom and I, like I had ways that she knew she'd be like, please don't. Cause I'd be like, I, I can get you like in church. I had this one move I would do, and I just and I knew if I started doing it, she'd be she'd be like pinching me and like laughing and looking down. And so I had the ultimate sort of trump card. Is it like did that happen with y'all? Where you where you kind of knew like okay, I know what's going to get mama.
1: I well, I'm always I'm a smart mouth person, and my mm-hmm. mom's very gullible, so she's so that's easy. Dangerous. She's so all <laughs> she's so easy. Yeah, it, it's 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 ridiculously easy. Yeah. And I do it now; it's automatic. And then one thing, I was a little frustrated. I saw my my daughter do it. I was like, "Oh, okay. Now we got to cut this out." Like, you don't have those, you, you don't have those privileges. Because my mom will say, "Is it cold outside?" I'll have on a trench coat, and she'll be like, "Is it cold outside?" i be like, "No, nah, man. It's a hundred degrees." <laughs> just and I got on muff. I got on ear muff. I got on gloves. I got a scarf. <laughs> I'm like, man, it's burning up out there. <laughs> You're
0: like, She's getting some reps in,
1: mom. I, I just follow her down, and she takes you there. She like, those. <laughs> my head. mom constantly throwing alley oops. She's constantly giving me material She's to dunk on. Chris her. Paul. She's just just Chris throwing Paul it up there. Ah, <laughs> I, I can't <laughs> refuse the dunks. I gotta take them.
0: Speaking of slam dunks, today's episode is brought to you by the fabulous people over at Grip6. Grip6 is a USA-based company that manufactures and distributes all their products in-house right here on American soil. Grip6 takes great pride, as they should, in being USA-made, and the quality of their innovative and minimalist products really speak for themselves. Hey, who's been thinking about the holidays, huh? That's me. (laughs) I've got my hand up. I see you too. Back there, Deborah. you can put that hand down. It's a time of the year where Christmas really starts to creep up on me, at least, and I'm assuming probably you guys and gals too. If you're looking for the perfect gift for that smart, practical, and of course, special someone in your life... Look no further than the Grip6 Men's Classic Belt Pack. Grip6 belts, and all other products for that matter, always come with an unlimited lifetime warranty. That's right, unlimited lifetime warranty. The special Grip6 A3 technology, T protects against any malfunction accident or possible wear and tear the grip six men's class belt pack comes with nine total belt combos that's nine total belt combos and includes three class buckles and three strap colors and you can't forget william shatner and the blue origin team that's That's pretty good, right? (laughs) Sounds sort of like him. Even wore these belts into space. That's right, space, like Space Jam, where Michael Jordan and now LeBron James have battled it out with the... I'm getting off topic. That's just how cool grip Six's technology and design is. Not only do Grip6 belts look cool, they're extremely comfortable and will never pinch your gut, unlike your grandmother when you're eating there for Thanksgiving. Head over to Grip6.com today to shop for a loved one or even for yourself and check out all the amazing products they have to offer. Hey, if it's good enough for William Shatner, it's good enough for me. Oh my gosh, that is—I I, I love that. It, it is crazy to me. Like that's something that I'm so fascinated with humor in in how. I mean, this this is probably a really uh, obvious thing to say, but it's something I get more obsessed with the older I get. Is like humor really does have this incredible way of changing the feel of a of a place or a room. It does, and I think. A lot of kids, uh, a lot of people who are funny later in life sort of, there's a real consistency in seeing that they that, that they figured out, oh, wait a second. That that I can sort of diffuse something or I remember I was talking to someone about this earlier, like, it, it got bullies off them. Like, they knew, like, if I can be funny, like... I think I think actually that's what Destin was talking about. Like he figured out like he could, t- and, and they were like, "Hey man, like okay, just don't do that. Just leave I'm, me alone. I'll like like me don't just bother." <laughs> yeah, same thing.
1: I, I have a I have a bus story. Ninth grade guys popping me in the back of the head, and I was like, "Hey man, I gotta I gotta do something." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I just like roasted the whole back row. <laughs> you got, it. You but the got problem, it. the problem in the black community. <laughs> Is they want to fight you after you start roasting. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so, so what did you do? So what that, did you do? So that's what I had to like. I had to like, I had to like meet the moment of, oh, you want to fight? You want to fight? Not wanting to fight. I had no desire <laughs> to fight. <laughs> Hoping someone else would say, leave the little dude alone, man. <laughs> like some of his peers would say, uh. hey, man. Stop messing with this ninth grader. You're a senior in high school. Oh, Leave It him was alone. that
0: it was that. So he yeah. was like
1: he was big and obviously you were Far not that. more. Yeah, and I was they, I was gonna get plummeled out there. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. hey man, somebody step in. But I had to <laughs> save faith. You had, had to say, do it. You had to do it. I had to, to say, hey man, if you want to fight, hey man, you pushed me to this point. You did this. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah you yeah, yeah, bothered me. Yeah. So after I made it through that, yeah, people yeah. they left me alone, right? They knew, yeah, they
0: knew. It, 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 it really them. is. It really is a thing. Like it's a legitimate weapon. It is. Like if if you know how to use it, man. And, and what's so funny again it's here and again, I, I, it's been a month now, but I think that's when talking about like the guy came to him and literally said, like, "Hey, we'll make a deal. Just don't do that." Like it is so. And I'll embarrassing. leave you alone. Right. Why? No. <laughs> you know, if my neighborhood. the guy wouldn't
1: have done yeah, that. The that. guy. <laughs> hey, man. We got to fight now. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is fighting time. <laughs> you should have took the jokes. <laughs> that was the easy way.
0: <laughs> but the thing that's hard for me is I mean, you are an enormous human being. Now. So I wasn't dead. I, I was, I a, just, being. I was okay, a little but, dude. But I just imagined like a scaled down version of huge I, that, Mike.
1: That, that wasn't it. That, that wasn't, wasn't it. it. I didn't okay. get that until I joined the army. I was a very. Oh, for real? Yeah, I was a slim guy. God,
0: I mean, you are, I just think of you as a massive no. individual.
1: Now, when I went to the Army, I was like, my parents were not feeding me. Like, I just immediately oh, just, like, became off. a linebacker. It's like, what in <laughs> the just,
0: world? You just hadn't had And on. I couldn't keep a shirt on either.
1: I was like, hey. <laughs> just walk around all <laughs> Hey, I'm not familiar with a body like this. What is this? <laughs> These <It is> muscles? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to put a shirt on this? No, <laughs> man. This is for the world. This is a community service right here. This this benefits society to see this. This is blessing people, man. Yeah. I'm out here for the community. You can't cover this up. You can't hide your your (laughs) candlestick. You can't put it under a bushel. I'm going to let it shine, Dave. These muscles of mine, I'm gonna let them shine. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> it was your ministry. It was like my ministry. This, the cross I have to bear.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, um, the CrossFit you had to bear. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there Alley-oop. Alley-oop Alley-oop me and your mom. Man. Uh, we know it. We know it. We know uh, it. Oh my gosh, so, so uh, tell me, this, this is what's so interesting, is obviously, you don't go to the army if you want to be a comedian, right? <laughs> Clearly.
1: So, so that's when, the place look, you should not yeah, go. <laughs> yeah, that's the last <laughs> place you should go. You shouldn't go to basic. That's Yeah, not it's not for, a
0: well-worn path, no, you know, like no, I did. Got it. So tell me, and this is a consistency with both you, Angela, and then, you know, with Dustin, it, both of them have the same thing, where nobody set out to be a comedian, and everybody kind of gets into it a little later, like... You know, like you would think you knew at 20, oh, I'm moving to LA, I'm moving to New York, I'm doing my thing. So, so when is that moment? I'm so fascinated by this with each of y'all. Like, when is that moment where you're like, okay, well, hold on now? Maybe maybe this is more than me just making
1: my mom laugh, and my friends think I'm fine. Right. When is that moment? I'm an adult. I'm in graduate school. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, my, my goal basically was to become a president of a university. I think at the long term, if you were to talk to like 25 year old Mike, I would have wanted to be a president. Dr. Goodwin, president yeah. of some liberal arts institution. I worked my way up from working in student affairs, dean of yeah. students, ultimately becoming a president of an organization. That was, that was kind of my goal. That was it. i met at church. We had a comedian by the name of Akitunde. He still goes there. Um, he had given his life to the Lord. So he was a secular guy. Doing shows for probably man, this guy was on the road at that point for probably 15 years. Dang. And was doing it kind of road dog style. Okay. Like, you yeah. know, going out, getting doing it. the clubs, yeah. Yeah. you know, not really having prominence and and recognition to that degree. But he, he was getting success because the what brought him to Columbia was a job on the radio as kind of the comedic relief. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So he came to he moved to the city I live in and you know, had an experience with God on the road and 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 found our church. So we're serving together in the media ministry. We're just, I'm on the camera, he's on the mixer, and I would just run ideas. I would think about things or say things to him. And he let me do that for a while. Like it, it went on maybe 30 days or so. He would just kind of mm-hmm. laugh and be like, oh, that's oh, that's good, that's funny. Then there were even sometimes we get into like Roasting battles amongst a group, it would be mm-hmm, groups. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I would be the last one standing, I would ultimately get annihilated, but I would be the last one
0: <laughs> well, ultimately, kind of in
1: the ring, yeah, <laughs> at, at the end of the day. <laughs> he would Thanos me <laughs> at some point. <laughs> But I I could fight. Like I could stay in there.
0: <laughs> I just imagine him on the side too, like grinning, "Okay, that was good." And All you're right. just you're just doing it. Just, and he's like, "Okay." And then finally he just snaps right. and you're and laying I'm done. on the ground. I'm yeah. over.
1: But it but it's, it's at least four or five of us to, to start. Like so those guys would get knocked out pretty quickly. I, yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. So I'm like, "Man, I'm still in. The, I'm still in the fray." Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember I said something to him one day and he was like, Hey man, this is some really good material. He said, either I'm going to do this material and not give you any money, but you're going to go up and Dang. do this material. That was basically the ultimatum. And I was like, I guess I need to do material. I, and he was like, I'm going to give you an opportunity to open for me. And I did that at a new year's Eve service. We had a, a, a watch night service at our church. It was kind of a surprise. So I'm, People knew me. They knew I was funny, mm-hmm. but they didn't. Mm-hmm. They didn't know I was going to do stand up. Right, right. So I came out and did seven minutes standing ovation. I mean, it was like if you were Dang. shooting a movie, this was the perfect movie set. Like, oh my dreams are 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 made in the your manifestation, right? Right, right. Standing ovation. Oh my god, the best I've ever seen. Then I bombed for the next two years. I was awful.
0: Wait, what, what? What do you mean? You were awful.
1: Bombed. Like so, I did that seven minutes, and then I started right. getting shows, and I was mm-hmm. bombing. How? Because I was not a comedian. I was a guy that went and did some comedy because a buddy said you're funny. Uh huh. So I was up there for Mike. I wasn't up there for the audience, and so. Oh. Yeah, I Tell me about no that. Connection. What does that mean?
0: That's a really fascinating thought. Tell me about
1: so that. So I was more enamored with doing comedy than actually entertaining the audience. Like the audience mm. was there as a secondary <laughs> component. All you, saw was,
0: all you saw was you in the audience. At the top of their faces. heads.
1: Like I didn't even see them because I didn't look at them. I was looking at. The top of their heads. I was mm. not talking to people. I was oh, not making eye contact. So, so
0: you were. Do, what, did it feel more like a monologue?
1: Yeah, I felt like I was a robot as it relates to my movement, but I felt like the words were good. Like I felt like mm. y'all should like these words as much as I like these words, right? Because right. these are good words, <laughs> but. <laughs> You say words to people. You don't just say words to yourself. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I did a lot in middle
0: school, but that's a whole other story. That's a whole other story. So, yeah,
1: I wasn't talking. I was talking at them. I was talking Mm. in the same room that they were in. Mm. But I was talking. I was making myself laugh. Like, I was up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it wasn't just the comedy. I just was on this type of, like, look at me and and I've been wearing the bow tie really since my second time on stage. Like that was one of the things I had a good understanding of marketing Mm -hmm. and standing out Mm -hmm. from the Mm -hmm. crowd. Mm -hmm. So I recognize, Oh, it's a lot of people that do comedy right? for me to stand out. I should just be who I am. And I was a guy that, you know, was dressed well, wore suits. I said, I just be myself.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So I was up here like this arrogant version of myself with nothing to be arrogant about. So let's say like in my regular life, I had been in the military, I had gone to graduate school, I had a family, I had accomplished things. Mm -hmm. Comedically, I accomplished nothing. Like I have no nothing to, to present to you. Like, oh man, I've really honed this craft. I've worked on this thing and I'm gonna present it to you. I just was up there on like a version of I'm a good dude. I've been doing a lot of stuff with my life. And now I'm doing comedy and it should all fall in place like everything else. And the audience was like, we don't even know you. Like,
0: yeah. And isn't you're really
1: it, not that funny.
0: Isn't it funny? That that is a thing that, you know, that's the thing about comedy. Cause because, you know, d- having done some stand-up shows, people ask me all the time, like, what's the difference between music and comedy? I've talked about this on this podcast, but like, Sting could walk in to uh a uh, coffee shop let's say in new york at 10 p.m they're about to shut down everybody sees him that's been an open mic and he can sit down and say i'm gonna play a new song and everybody's like holy cow a sting right it can be the worst song he's ever written literally like un- he you know but him playing guitar and singing is still redemptive because it's his voice it's right. his guitar playing right. It can be the- right literally he can be singing about like you know circus animals. And still right. you're gonna be like I mean, he's saying the ABC. Because, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> but but still it's saying comedy isn't redemptive if it's not funny. Like you and that's that I learned that from that Seinfeld, you know, comedian movie was like, this is the funniest guy in the world at the time. And he would get up and he's and if he's not funny, it's not just not funny, it makes people mad. Right. Because they are, he he is not, so it's literally the opposite of what he is trying to do is being done. And so it's funny to hear you say it, because you can't, I think people, you know, that haven't ever done that, it's hard to understand how, like, when you bomb in comedy, it's not like a bad night on the road for me. I'm not like, oh, my guitar was out of tune, my bass player was not, I I couldn't, man, I sang out of tune, I couldn't, it's, uh, you know, it's like, it wasn't great. Like, you bomb in comedy, it's like, like, it's maybe the worst moment of your life. It just feels like, because there's nothing, there's no cleanup. There's no like, but at least he had cool clothes. Right. Or he seems like a nice guy.
1: It's like, no, man, I don't like that guy. I don't like you at all. You've wasted 20 minutes of, I can't get that 20 minutes Yeah. Back.
0: And I expected one thing, and you, und- and you
1: made me feel I expected a seven, opposite. and you brought me a three. Yeah. And, and I hate you. I don't like your suit. Why are you so yeah. dressed up? You should have been in t-shirt and jeans to do what you just did. Yeah, yeah. You don't deserve that suit. You should be in some so, flip flops. So when
0: did you when did you realize? Oh, I'm doing this wrong. Like how? Because that that's a pretty that's a pretty heady thing to understand. To go. Oh, I'm not talking to them. I'm I'm talking at them. If I'm even doing like when did that that had to be a pretty you know Ebenezer moment in your life, right?
1: It was. It was. It, it, there was a it was a few things that happened. So. The first thing, Tunde basically took me and two other people with him on the road pretty quickly mm. after I started. So it was sort of like an in- internship or an apprenticeship. Wow. So wow. if he had a show, it was pretty much an open invitation to come and do some time. And even wow. if you don't do time, you could have sold merch at the table or yeah. you could have watched the show. Like, just it's learning. It's an open invitation. So if I have something... I expect y'all to be there. I mean, that's kind of what's wow. the wow the vibe. So the two other guys, they were more competitive with one another because they literally started similar around the same time. They thought I was further along than they were. So they thought oh, wow. they thought like me and I tune they were friends, which we were friendly, but we were not friends at that right, moment. Right, we went to the same right, church. Right. He said, Hey, man, you need to get on stage, to do comedy, but he wasn't. Giving me information, right, 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 separate right. from that, right. So those two guys would go like one of the guys. He's just, as a matter of fact, I have a picture of them in my in my office at the house. One of them, he's a naturally funny. Like he's, you see him, you yeah, want to yeah, laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah, yeah, Charismatic. Yeah, yes, yes. On his worst night, I, I explain it like this: On his worst night, he's an eight. On his wow. worst night, wow. If he's just up there, he's at least an eight. Yeah. And when he's killing it, he's amazing, right? Wow. So the weight of the lineup. And then the other guy, he was at worst a six. Okay. But he was consistently a six and a seven. Like he was consistently gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. six to seven. Sometimes he would hit nine, ten, but he would be consistently at that seven, six. High six, probably seven. Okay. Me, I fluctuated from four <laughs> To eight, to six, to three, to five—like there was no telling. Like it would right, depend right. on how the audience would perceive me, right? Right. How my ego was feeling that day—like it, it was yeah. so much, yeah, yeah, volatility with me. But the way that the lineup was, <laughs> volatility—it <That's laughs> was, <hysterical. laughs> it was the seven guy, then it was the nine guy, then it was me, and then it was Akatunde. So that was the lineup. So regardless of what happened before I Akatune, he could just come and do cleanup. Like, all that we yeah, did yeah, yeah. was bonus. Like, no one was ever mad right. at us. If <laughs> You know, yeah, they, yeah. they probably yeah, wouldn't yeah. speak at the end of the night. They were like, oh, right. you funny. Uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. that kind of thing. People would walk by me and shake the other guy's hands and be like, oh, oh, man, yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just yeah, yeah. standing there like... <laughs> So that was happening. So i and, and they were competitive. Like they were like, "Oh, I'm gonna get you tonight." And I didn't know this was happening. So they were like, upping one another. They were kind of ironing, sharpening iron against each other. So they right. were constantly improving. And then the other thing that really brought it to home for me, I was the funniest comedian in the car on the way to the show. So mm. I used to. I mean, I used to be in the. I used to be killing in the car cuz sometimes it would be us but then we'll have like yeah yeah a, a road manager person yeah, a promoter, there yeah, might yeah. some be like a a, a gospel rapper might have been on the show yeah, yeah, yeah. i would slay in yeah, the car yeah yeah like yeah murder and yeah. i used to always think how can i get this guy from the car to yeah. the stage. Yeah. I legitimately yeah, yeah, yeah. was yeah. like, I should have a car on stage and do a scene. That's like, <laughs> I felt that. <laughs> like, I should just sit in a car. Can you didn't, imagine I, if that just, was your felt, bit? I just felt a, a tremendous, tremendously better because I did that my whole life. I rode around yeah, my friends yeah, yeah,
0: yes, being yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah.
1: But and yeah, so sitting on stage so, in a car so what, would be So what ridiculous. was the
0: difference? What, what did you find? Like, so what was that bridge? When was, what was the thing that went... Oh that's how I do that That's what I'm not doing or whatever
1: What happened was So we would do these things But then you'll have one-offs So I I was still I was getting Like shows that I couldn't do And then people would see me somewhere Like hey can you come do this thing So I would get these one-offs And they would go relatively well And I was like wait a minute When I'm by myself I think I'm more focused on who I'm talking to Because they brought me in Versus when I'm with the group yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of yeah. like I'm hanging out with some dudes. Right. So I'm not thinking about the audience to the degree that I am when somebody's saying, "Hey, right. you know, right. you're going to be going up after this." And so I just remember like talking to God one time and asking like, "What is like I legitimately was like, why is this not working?" It was just wow. like uh if you go to a driving range and you get 50 balls in a bucket and you hmm. and you hit you, you shake 49 of them and then you hit one yeah. I was like, I know I've hit one straight. So why can't I hit these other 49 straight? Wow. And God was like, You are full of pride. Like you up. <laughs> you're there. like, no,
0: that's not. I am gonna keep listening. I heard the first one. Let's keep going. I like I like where this is going. What else you got?
1: You're full of yourself. <laughs> like he was just like you're haughty you're full of you like you have you're not looking at the audience. I mean, it was just like mm. it ran, he it, you know, it just ran down like you aren't talking to them. You're, hmm. you, you're, you're up there for you. Jeez, always. And when I made that switch, I, I and I really remember Jeez, what a profound moment. When that happened. And the other thing that happened too, they knew. They knew that, hey man, once Mike figures this out, yeah, he's gonna be a problem. Like they <laughs> knew they <that it> was. <laughs> <laughs> it's like watching a guy in practice and watching him in the game and it's like I knew you were about to say that I know exactly what you mean I know exactly what it's you like, mean it's like why does he do this in the game yeah yeah and then you, he, and you you see the pros game is like well we're not surprised he's been doing this yeah the, yeah right right on right, the scout right, team right once he gets
0: rid of the yips he's gonna be a, a problem
1: yeah and yeah. that's exactly what happened and then
0: it happened and, and and because it is true isn't it it's like you're, you're I think all of this stuff and, and what you said man first of all you're talking about the 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 God telling you got to get rid of your pride. That uh, you're just doing a ministry right now, even with your shirt on, which means a lot to me. <laughs> but I think like, but I think the the thing that's so powerful about that is it really is all a service industry. Like, I mean, as much as you want to be funny and make yourself laugh, or I want to write songs I like, ultimately I really want to see people resonate with what I'm creating. Right because that's 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 all it's about like it, it, to your point and and you've done this which is so rewarding because you've seen it not work like I've seen it not work where you write a song you you do a show where you're kind of like well that's how you do that and then they're like i don't think we'll ever have you back and you're like oh so you don't like amazing things is what you're telling me you know but you really do realize like this isn't any good if it doesn't matter to other people if it if it's not serving them in some way and then this is wasted time. It doesn't matter how good it is. Right. And even more problematic is when people can see you, to your point, where they're going like, oh, he, he's... I, yeah, I'm not in on this guy. He's, he's not he's, here for me. Like, he, yeah, he's not here for me. That's exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. right. So That's a really beautiful point, and you can feel that <clears throat> in any kind of entertainment on stage. When, and I think the crowd, you know, the crowd really responds when they see you giving and, and you're thinking about them and you're trying to go, "Hey, everybody, having a good? Okay, good, 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 because they're like, oh man, I'm with this guy. The crowd so is savvy.
1: They're very but, savvy. Dude, it, so savvy. They're very, and they're far more intelligent than we give them credit. I, yes. I know I did. Like I, I yes. came in like, oh, I need to dumb down. My, like, dude, who? what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, why, yeah. Why are you so yeah. all-encompassing now that well, you're on the And you know the what? They're, they're
0: almost, I'm going to use this word again, but I think people, especially as spectators, are prodigiously smart. They may not know. Just like the way people take stuff the way we all take stuff in, our ability to make judgments around that stuff is crazy. It's amazing. The way our brains work. Now, our ability to do something well, that's a whole other thing. But that, that you know, as a as a crowd participant, it's crazy how much I don't I don't know what is happening in me, but I can tell you very if i'm having a good time or not. Right. I, and they'll
1: know if you're having a good time cuz they'll yes. say, "Man, you look like you were having so much fun up there."
0: <clears throat> that's it, man. That's it to me. It's like what, this is really...
1: the this is the thing my wife does now cuz cuz this was the real thing. This was the crux of what got me moving in the right direction. She texts me before every show, "Have a blast and bless mm. the people." That's uh, what,
0: Come on, man. That's, that's it. What, she that's She texts
1: me every show. That's the that's the walking
0: out, hit the hit the sign on the, the way out, that's you know? It. That's so it. So if i do those two things, Cause that's all you got. That is all you got. If it doesn't work after that, if that's that's not your problem anymore, that's that's right. God's thing and He's doing His thing. Right. So I want to back up for a second because you said something that I've asked everybody on this podcast this, and I would love to hear you talk about this. You said this so well a minute ago. That he's that you were talking about the the nine right the guy right, that was the right. nine like he's just a funny guy, I, can you can you work out for me because I I don't know how to sort of enunciate this clearly this idea but I, I really do I always think about comedians and or I think about really people but it breaks down in comedians too, funny people in two ways, I tend to think of people like that are funny now you in in this this is what you kind of said like people like you put them I think you're like this but but I think about like. I was talking to Dustin about this, like Sinbad to me, right? Right. You put Sinbad at a funeral home, in a he's going to make people laugh in a corner just because he he's just funny, right? And, and and you and I've never thought about this, but but it's true. Like his mannerisms, his facial expressions, he's just a good storyteller. Like he's going to make you laugh. And then there's other people who I think are hysterical on stage, but that's not their vibe. Like real real time. That's not like who they are. You know. That's not kind of how they roll, right? You know, like, right. but but both can be just as funny on stage. Right. And so right. I, I, you said it well. Like, I really do think there's such a thing as people who are just funny. Like, they can be on a stage or in a cafeteria or, you know, at the church, but they're just going to be funny. They're just funny people. Right. And then there's people who I think can, like, it's almost like they're funny people. And then there's people who can be funny.
1: Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Does yeah, yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? No, it makes that a lot of sense. It's like the class clown versus who I was, the writer mm. for the class class. Yes, so you are the person me. that is yep. feeding the lines. Like, this person's the right, face. Right. This is the fearless, the good yeah. time, yeah. hey man, yeah. I'm a wild and crazy yeah. guy type of disposition. Yeah. Like, they, they have that type of energy. Yes. It yeah. flows out of them. And then there's us yeah. that sit back and more... Like, I used to think I was... a. Extrovert, but I was really an introvert with extroverted activity that I know what to do with. Like, the comedy was causing me to be an extrovert. (laughs) Like, I'm truly an introvert, (laughs) but I had this. I I, I, I used to explain my comedy, my comedy people. It was like before I started doing it on stage, I was like the kid that if you went to his house and they would bring out a toy and you're like, Yo, I like that toy. And if they, they saw that you liked it, they were like, Oh, Wait till you see the other toys I have, and so they go, and one by one, and just keep bringing toys until the the whole toy box is empty. Like that's what I was doing with jokes. Like you laugh one time, I was like, oh, oh, you like that, huh? Wait till you hear this one. Oh, that was funny
0: that that's the thing man i think that is what is so you have so many skills i really mean this i think you've got all these things in your arsenal like i think about your quiver is just full of these because something that i feel like you really understand that is a really unique um gift is is not just to your sit the marketing part of it so like What's your vibe? What's your look? You know, you come on stage, people. Oh yeah, that's the guy that does the. Okay, right. But but your your jokes are just so, and it makes sense as you say that about like, you know, you're bringing them out one at a time because it, it, watching watching your stand up and your sets online, boy, you got to be careful with that statement. I just realized sets
1: <laughs> online is um,
0: is, that, um, is that it's so eloquent. And they're so concise, but they've all got hooks. Like everything you do has got this. It's un. It's unbelievable. Like watching, I kept watching, and I'd seen half of them, but then like found stuff I hadn't seen. And I was like, every single one of them. You have a pretty innate ability. It reminds me, truth, truthfully, of songwriting. It really does. Like, you know, you want your chorus to be the memorable thing, and that's the name of the song, and that's what people go. I want to listen that song, and that's how the chorus goes, and I could sing it. And you know, you think about. Uh, even just what you're not going to do like you know there's a, something in you that it, that that's really innate it sounds like that you go okay it can't just be funny like what's my what's the thing like what's the what do you put on the shirt and you sell it like what's the thing that wow. when people oh, yeah. you know get up and, and that's a really unique skill is that something that you sort of just had or did you learn that from people or you know or that's, is that just I mean, the
1: style you like Well, first off, thank you. That's very eloquent. No one's ever called my (laughs) comedy eloquent. (laughs) (laughs) Your wife sent me a text. and said, listen, he just said a bad day. Just looked at me. (laughs) Right. I appreciate (laughs) it. So, similar to, let's think about a guy, and I love sports analogies and all Mm -hmm. all of these stuff. So, you can't be your size and not like sports analogies, (laughs) by the way.
0: I don't want to hear you talking about, like, financial Now I'm, I'm going to get really uninterested. <laughs> You're like,
1: ah, oh, what is this? You're like,
0: what? You know, we think so about the NASDAQ, the yeah, the fiduciary. Uh, <laughs> what? Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, like, Vince Carter, right? So, when Vince Carter came into the league, he was the dunking expert. Like, he just flew oh, through yeah. the air. He's dunk. He's explosive. Mm-hmm. But as you watched mm-hmm. his career, he stayed around because he became a jump shooter. He, you know, played yep. defense. He started acquiring other skills and so that's what i figured out i always knew that the words were important i said i, mm. I, I get the fact that words you know what you say matter but then i started understanding the performance part because when you know once i realized you know when i was like hey man your ego you're up there for you you're you're not doing this for the audience then I, I was like oh well so what does that look like so what i've been doing kind of worked so i had mm. a i had a piece that, Some of this stuff was working. And regardless if I was a jerk on on stage and if I didn't look at people, I could get laughs with this stuff saying these things. Now it became, okay, how do you deliver it? Like, what's your delivery? Mm. One of the things I've always known is my facial expression. I'm always telling you things by the way I look. I just, I'm. Yes, yes. Like my eye, like I'm very expressive. When I don't say a thing, I don't say a word. Yeah. but if people look at me <laughs> yeah. they're gonna laugh right right so I started understanding like my delivery and, and how my body plays into it but the, I think the thing that really moved the dial for me I was at this play and it was a it was strange play it was a play about a small town and basically they found out that one of the um, women in the community was a man like when she died and the scene was there was a, a bar and there was a hair salon. And they both were on stage, uh, but there was a moment where the men found out that, at, you know, at the, I guess, the the funeral home had to do their thing. Mm. And it was like, Miss Jones mm. is Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones. And so they told the folks at the bar, at the salon, at the salon, or saloon, at like, where, you know, where the guys were hanging out. Yeah, They had to call to where the women were. And we all knew what was gonna happen, but the longer he took to say something, it just became funnier. It was just like, (laughs) and I could feel it. Genius! I could feel it sitting there, like, and he just held it, and he held it, and he held it, and and I could just feel the the laughter like bubbling. And I said, "Man, I gotta do that on stage. I gotta figure out how to do that." And so to your point about what you're not going to do, my jokes to me are very much rhythmic. I say things yes, in a beat. Yes,
0: yes, Even
1: yes. Even like the guys on Andy's tour, they like, they look at it like, okay, Mike said the same, but the beats of it, they were like, yeah, dude, you yeah. always hit the same
0: yeah. marks.
1: Yeah, yeah. What you're not gonna like I say it away. Like I say yeah. things yeah. in a particular rhythm, in a particular cadence, and it sort of I can't sing, I lost that ability when I when puberty hit. But <laughs> I had a beautiful my voice I, we, as a young boy They still talk about it. They still talk about it. <laughs> this a little light of mine. That was my song. I, you know, I mentioned it earlier. That was <laughs> I would sing it. They would ask me. They would call for me. Young Michael, come. Saying this little light of mine. I would go. Young, young Bishop, like you No. I'm going to. But then when that, when that proved hit, I, yeah. God
0: was like, look, you're going to give up your voice, but you're going to get some packs. Yes.
1: Yeah. Your voice is going to be very beneficial to you, but not for singing.
0: But also, I'm going to give you just some traps for days. You're going to get some biceps. Right.
1: It's one for one. One for one. I want that singing, though, man. Give me that singing back, Lord. I don't
0: either.
1: (laughs) But yeah, I really started like holding it, like holding the punchline. Yeah. So yeah, I do. I do experiment with like, like, be very, make it uncomfortable. Like wait. Yeah. Wait. Okay.
0: So to your point with that, this was another question I had. Do you like? How how do you get that stuff down? I mean, you know, everybody kind of has different answers, but do you find yourself workshopping that stuff like at your at your house, kind of or in your office, like working it out? You're walking around doing it, or is that something you're like, I'm just going to get on the road and is I, you know, like I'm on, as I'm doing shows, I'm like, I got to wait longer there, or like I like doing it this beat more because last night I did it that and it went better than
1: tonight. Like, I think do, a combination sort of, of it. Out? I think back in the day, like I couldn't go on the road and I couldn't do those things, so I had to do it at the house. Like so, there was me in the mirror, running through it, running through it, running through it. And then one thing, I and I, I probably need to re bring it back. So I would, I would go through my set at home, but then I would like freestyle, like I'd go off on this little yes. tangent. Yes, and that's where some of the gold would show up. Is yes, like yes. If I'm just kind of workshopping it. And I don't do that enough now. I, I do it on stage live, like so something will happen,
0: and and discuss. I'll sit
1: in that moment and like yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah.
1: But that yeah. So I I'm I'm constantly that. But that's what is difficult as you get further along in your career, like the America's Got Talent thing, right? So I had two minutes, yeah, in my that's muscle two memory. Minutes. Yeah, I had two minutes to do to, to do a set.
0: But 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 like, yeah. But you know and, and how And my long muscle that takes. memory, yeah, yeah, my
1: muscle memory causes me to go. If I say this word, my body knows we're going this way. But in that type of scenario, you got to, like, tear everything down and rebuild it again because I can't do the thing that I normally do because I don't have enough time. So I got to break right. up jokes. right? So I got to, like, take a piece right. of that joke and a piece of this joke and a piece of it. I can't go here. I can't do that callback. I got to, like... Say super. Yeah, yeah,
0: which is terrifying to me because if that my version of that music would be literally somebody going like, "Hey, you got two minutes with that song," and you're like, "Oh, okay. Well, I can definitely do the first verse. I got to do the chorus. I'll just not do the bridge and make the yeah, okay. But then you're like, "Well, then it isn't the same song." You're like, yeah, no. But it's like <laughs> that's what you got, right? Right. Earlier in the episode, I had the privilege of talking to you guys about an awesome USA-based company called Grip6 and the incredible belts that they make. They not only specialize in minimalist and classic belts, but Grip6 also offers sleek and easy wallets as well. Grip6's wallets are engineered to be the quickest and most intuitive way to access and store your credit cards. The good people at Grip6 have created a wonderfully slim, low-profile wallet that is less than half an inch thick. Think about that, I think it's tiny. That's about as thin as a common smartphone or an uncommon smartphone, or really just any smartphone. You must give the Grip6 wallet a try. I promise you won't miss your bulky, bulging George Costanza folding leather wallet one bit. Grip6's wallets are made from space-grade aluminum. I've never said that in my life. Space-grade aluminum. And are built so tough, I would wager a healthy amount of money. This will be the last wallet you'll ever need. Just like every single one of grip Six products, their wallets and belts are all made right here in the U.S. of A and come with a lifetime guarantee. So visit Grip6, that's G-R-I-P-6.com today, to shop these awesome wallets, belts, socks, and more. That's GRIP6, that's G-R-I-P-6.com, for the most innovative products and awesome gifts. And that's the thing that's so fascinating, too, about when, you know, that's the thing that overwhelms me maybe the most about stand-up is how somebody gives you a definitive amount of time as an opener, or even a closer. Like, you know, that was the thing. I did some shows, and I remember my wife, um, or no, my manager. uh, Well, that's a weird 40 and slip. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> told me at the time, he was like, man, you're just, no, Annie, that's right, no, Annie told me that, because she said, you're 30 minutes too long on this, because I was doing like an hour 15, and she's like, it's too long, It's everybody's tired, because right. I was thinking of it like music, I was like, well, you got to give them what I they pay for, a whole, yeah. but like, it is such a physical experience that you do realize like, man, you got to keep these things, that was the other thing that my manager then also said, is he's like, the stuff is funny, you don't have to riff as much as you think you do, Because he's like, I promise the bits are funny. You've done them 10 times now. Just keep doing them. And to your point about, but it is hard because then you'll find a little hoop. And you're like, oh, I want to chase that so bad. Oh, it sounds like they like it tonight. And sometimes they do, you know. But then you're like, shoot, how do I get back to it? Where was I? Right, (laughs) right. What was the road back to that first
1: That's the danger of it, like working new material. Because one night, I mean, that just recently happened to me. I did a show last Sunday. And I riffed I had this whole bit About basic training And I went Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I was like That's good enough To be a thing Yeah So I tried to do it As a thing And I was like Oh I don't know All the pieces Of the thing (laughs) Like I thought I'd just say it They would laugh And then I'd kind of Piece it together
0: (laughs) They didn't laugh that, and I was like, was, oh, where am I going was, with this? Where am I, dude, that is, so the first show I ever did, this is probably 12 years ago, my manager was on me. He was like, we gotta get you doing the stand-up stuff because I kind of had bits, you know, from doing music. I'd kind of collected all these little bits. So we did, I mean, dude, I'd never done, I'd done two sets for my friends. So I did right. these private shows in Nashville. Only I could invite my friends. That was a deal I made. It was like 50 people a night and I know everybody. Right. So it's a safe space. So if I do this and it bombs, it's all. But did them both and everybody was really cool they were like hey that was pretty funny like if you worked on this make it work so then i did it at this place called the bellcourt theater which is like 400 500 people and it's sold out and it's all my fans that's my third show 500 people and it's no music it's just me and a mic and i remember so many times in the middle of a bit going where where does this that was funny that's the funny part but i still got to land this like because people are like, well, so what happened then? I was like, uh, well, then, you know, we ended up buying the puppy and taking it home. And they're like, oh, well, that's not very funny. And I was like, oh, God, you're right. It's not very funny. Like there was nothing more terrifying than in real time going, oh, I just passed the funny. And everybody laughed, but I still got to finish this thought and going, oh, yeah. So you have to think. Oh, right. Oh, OK.
1: And, and to that point, there are times where you know. If I go into this joke and they're not laughing by this point, oh. it's not good. It's, it's not good. It's real. we got a long way to go to get out of here. <laughs> we can't turn around anymore this we've is, gone too far. If I like there's a joke, I, what joke was that? Cuz there was a joke that I would have to get on the floor. So I would do this thing. But I knew if people weren't laughing, I'm on the floor doing the joke. <laughs> it's not laughing. Then I got to get back up to no laughing. I mean,
0: dude, isn't that so, it's so humbling. And it really is the closest I've been terrified on stage. Is in those moments and bits where I'm like, oh God, oh gosh. Oh, I've got another minute.
1: I'm out here. Of like bit. we're here. Like yeah. I cannot Everybody's pivot kinda out of looking at this.
0: At you. And I've found that for me, the the double down that can work is when you just call it what it is. And then you get everybody back. You're exactly. Like, you know, you're like, okay, folks. So sometimes people
1: can be unfunny,
0: and I just want to show you what that's like. And I'm like, oh, okay. And you're like, oh my
1: god. But you got to be savvy enough to even get to that point yeah, because yeah, yeah. when you're there, your neck warm, like your physical <laughs> you a, condition of your body changes, like the, uh, the chemistry. Oh I mean, my gosh, it's so true. You go up ten degrees, yeah, yeah hotter. Yeah, like yes, your body yes. instantly. Yes. Your mouth dries, like yes. all the yes. saliva in your mouth, yeah. all the moisture in your body, like <laughs> the <teared gone>. up. <laughs> all I'll of it. Know. It's very- They just reclo- <laughs> relocate to your back, right? the your bottom back. of your back. It's freezing. Your back is freezing. <laughs> But the rest of your body's hot. <laughs> you shiver. You just shiver. It is the cold that you can't oh. adjust. Like I can't oh my take gosh. my T-shirt off because
0: yeah, 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 That's right. Well, you know the the other thing I think is so fascinating about your comedy is like uh, watching you at that crowd that night and then watching you online. It just feels like everybody really likes you. Like I know that sounds crazy, and maybe it does. Maybe you're like oh, I know they do. But like <laughs> it's so fun because. I just feel like crowds are like, and in fact, it was actually fun reading the comments, man, because like yeah, everybody people are, yeah, people are, very generous. are so kind. Yeah, They're like, yeah. I love this guy. He's clean. <laughs> he's funny. Like, oh, man, this guy's the best. But that's such an affirming thing. You know what I mean? Because it's like, that's got to feel like a win. I just feel like every time you do comedy, people are like, man, I want to go get dinner with that
1: guy. Right. And, and, you know, my thing is this. I'm a better person than I am a comedian. So, mm. and I'm at like, this stage in life where, what, a great, what a great! I'm class. mature, right? Like you know, if I would have got some of this stuff at 24, 25, I would have tore it. Like I would have messed it up. I would have mishandled it. I wouldn't have been as I wouldn't have stewarded the way that I have. Yes, well said.
0: Well said. And well said.
1: I, and, I, and I've done a, a better job because of where I am in life, my yeah. experiences. So I'm often of the opinion, like I wouldn't be the performer that I am had I not. You like taking the, the yeah. direction that I've taken. Yes, yes, and I and I do want to come across like I do feel like what you see is what you get with me. I mean, there are some elements of my private life, you know, like mm-hmm. if you're my mm-hmm. friend, you yeah. know. I'm, but for the most part, that guy on stage is not yes. very different. Yes, that's than great. the guy that's sitting on the bus after the yeah. show, or the yeah. guy that you yeah. work out with at the gym, or, or right, whatever right. the case may be.
0: Right. Who uses my body to do your bench pressing?
1: <laughs> Dave, you could just lay
0: on my hands. Do. Is your wife here? Could she just lay? And, I was just See, and that's perfect?
1: a challenge, too. Like, being in shape as a comedian, there's no benefits. Like, I and I have to Oh really, my gosh. I Dude, hold on. We have to stop for a second.
0: That is such a genius thing to say. It's so true. Are like, you getting up there looking like you do doesn't help you?
1: It's no bit. Be- it kind of hurts me in some regard, because it's like, yeah, Talk about that, because so, that's so true. <laughs> so if I was a single man, it would be very good, because women right. could say things, right, right, and right. people could say, oh, look at his body. I'm a married right. man with kids. So now, right, right. why does he look like this, and he's somebody's dad? <laughs> he's not an NFL player. <laughs> so they say, <laughs> so now it becomes, well, I'm going to eat what I want to eat. Like, if it comes of, right, like, a personal right, indictment right. of, like, right, right. just because he looks like that doesn't mean that yeah, I, I'm yeah. doing something yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah you know, like,
0: yeah, no, yeah, man. Yeah. Just by living your life, <laughs> just by standing on stage, being in shape, people are like, I don't like you, man. I don't like that. I don't like that at oh, all. Oh, oh, so you think you make good decisions and I make bad decisions. Okay, okay. Oh, when
1: I talk about, like I got a thing where I say I like cookies more than abs. People are like, really? You really like cookies more than abs? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I, I really do. You. I don't believe you. <laughs> I really I'm just do. mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> so it does make me talk about the workout part. And, and then the workout part is a, a big component of my life. So I don't want to be up like, right. yeah, this morning when I was in the gym. So you right, got to right. really like... Right a nagle and navigate yeah
0: but it's like but i do feel like once you get them it does then become something they like you know right, what i mean it's like right, right. because then it's like oh it's funny and they have this to guy. know me they if they yeah, just yeah, made yeah, a yeah, snap yeah. judgment yeah yeah but it is funny that you almost are in the negative when you step on stage like you got <laughs> to work that, up that much extra yeah that right. extra that's the other yeah. thing that
1: i found challenging especially when i came up in like let's say urban rooms because i work clean so yeah. I'm not cursing. Yep, I have on a bow tie. Yeah, I. You're coming uh, in hot. With I mean, yeah, like I, you got
0: I, three <laughs> things
1: immediately. I hate you, dude. Like like <laughs> the people that like me, like oh, I like that guy. But the, the regular, <laughs> the everyday Joe with his Ross T-shirt on is like, hey man, why you trying to make me look bad in front of my wife? <laughs> like, I'm not trying to make you look bad. I don't know you, sir. I wouldn't even know you wife. dude. I would do shows. I've never
0: forget this show. I played at Auburn, Alabama, at Auburn, and I was on this tiny little stage in this tiny little tent. It was a miserable show, but I remember, you know, I'm playing all these love songs because that's what I write. And every time I would look in the, there was this couple of guys and like their couples, and the guys would put their arms around their wives while I, like just staring at me, and I was like, bro, what, what do you think I'm doing here, like? those guys hate me you this know, is like, for
1: you my man I'm oh trying- yeah
0: i'm like bro like yeah i'm trying to help you out man come on but dude i mean it became a joke like every time like dude would just be behind his wife and then i'd turn he would put his arms around and then i'd sort of turn again he'd let go and then turn again. i was like what do you think is so it's funny because two things are happening in that moment the wife is like i love these songs the husband's like i'm gonna kill you i'm gonna meet you at your truck and i'm gonna stab you in the neck like stop looking and i'm like i'm not looking at you i'm just looking around the crowd you know oh man it's, it's like having to work right. Okay, a couple more questions for you. One, what do you think the difference between being funny and being a stand up comic is?
1: Yeah, it's similar to what I tell people. One of the most, I, I, it used to be aggravated, it's not aggravated anymore. So if I'm out at an event, mm-hmm. and let's say I'm sitting at a table, and there's somebody at the table that's a known funny person, and yeah, you know, they'll yeah, say, yeah. hey, you need to take Earl on the road with you, man. Um, He's so funny. And what I tell people Earl. is <laughs> Earl is always funny. <laughs> everyone Yeah, that's such a good name. <laughs> everyone can cook, but everyone can't open a restaurant. And so that's oh, the difference. I love that. I love that. That's the difference between being funny and being a you like you're running a restaurant. Like you're yeah, you yeah. got a menu, yeah. Yeah. you gotta hire the staff. Man, that's great. Like that you have really a whole good. thing. Like there's a operation that needs to be ran versus right, hey, I'm right. gonna go home and cook my family some food and we're gonna have we're gonna be nourished. Yeah, We're yeah. Gonna go on. Yeah, and live our life. Yeah, and you know that the other thing too is it
0: like a restaurant because this actually plays with your metaphor. You're changing the menu every six months. Yeah,
1: I can't keep serving the same thing. So Earl
0: may be funny, but he's kind of he's kind of one menu funny. That's
1: his thing. That's it. Earl's gonna make you some macaroni and cheese. <laughs> kill it and, kill and it. a pork chop. <laughs> but he can't. Yeah, he can't do that for the rest of his life yeah. on the road. Earl yeah. not gonna give you no. Uh, American fare, and then sometimes <laughs> that's right, that's right. Use some that's seafood, right. that's right, that's right. Yeah, you're not taking chances with the menu, he <laughs> he's not like trying good, new flavors. <laughs> I got the mac and cheese on lock, <laughs> <laughs> I can't leave. He's not switching out the cheddar with mozzarella. No, yeah. man uh, this yeah, cheddar cheese exactly. I use, yeah. this is what I use. <laughs> that's it, <a>, it's Velveeta <laughs> man. I'm not using Pepper Jack for it. Like, come on, come on, what you <laughs> messing up okay. the recipe. So
0: what do you think, like, what's the thing that nobody knows about being a professional comedian or someone who's professionally funny? Like, and there could be a bunch of these. But, like, when you think about that, like, what's the thing about being like, oh, wow, that's interesting?
1: Oh, man, that's a great question. I think that um, what people don't know about comedians is we're easy to make laugh. I think people people think that when they make us laugh, they've accomplished something. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not that hard to make me laugh. <laughs> not, I love that. We're love the that. most. We give yeah. laughs away. Like, yeah, yeah. I want to laugh. <laughs> I <don't> want to laugh. <laughs> I've met people who like, it's hard to make me laugh. Why? Why is it hard <laughs> to make you laugh, like, Earl? Why is Earl. it hard to make you laugh, Earl?
0: <laughs> Why are you so stingy with the mac
1: and cheese, Why are you girl? holding on to the mac? <laughs> give it to the people. It. It's for the people. They don't tax it. They don't they don't audit it they don't audit your labs <laughs> They're free
0: oh. Oh, so much giggling. With fall well underway and winter right around the corner here in Nashville, my family and I really struggle with our sinuses. Lately, I've been loving the Simply Earth Winter Spice Essential Oil Blend made of tangerine, fur needle and balsa fur essential oils. How good does that sound? We use this Simply Earth Blend to help support breathing and energize our living spaces. I swear it clears those tricky sinuses right up and makes your house smell delicious. For months before using Simply Earth, I spent way too much Money on expensive essential oils that just sat on my shelf, and usually I had no idea what I was doing with them anyway. The Simply Earth Essential Oil Recipe Box will help you gain confidence and clarity in using essential oils to make your home toxin free. Here's how it works Simply Earth will deliver their special recipe box right to your door, complete with four pure essential oils, six recipe cards, and extras. You can then learn how to use your essential oils while making the recipes created by certified aromatherapists. Gosh, I wish that's what my title was. All thanks to Simply Earth's thoughtful guides and knowledge. And last but certainly not least, Simply Earth is here to help you save money and detoxify your life. All of their essential oils are 100% pure and come from the best farms all over the world. Using essential oils to support your wellness doesn't have to be overwhelming. Have fun making your home toxin-free with Simply Earth's Essential Oil Recipe Box. Plus, get a free 80-milliliter diffuser when you subscribe using our URL, simplyearth.com slash dadville. Visit simplyearth.com slash dadville and get started today. You know it's funny that that really is one of my favorite things about the way that God made me is I love to laugh, man. I I it just I it makes me so happy. Go, you know, I, I would say this is a little. This is going to sound vain, but I think you'll know what I mean by this. One of the best compliments I've ever been given in my life. Uh, one of my dear friends got him Drew Holcomb, and we had done a bunch of shows together. And Drew is really funny, but he's but he's very. Uh, and Drew would tell you like he's kind of gruff funny. You know right, he's kind of right, like right. kind of. And uh, and he on stage, we, we, he said, you know, I'll never forget this because I thought it was so funny. He said, you know, one of the great things about touring with Dave is you just feel funny all the time because he's just so and he laughs and he's. He said, the bad thing is, then you really think you're funny, and because he, he would get up on stage and he would try and stuff, it just wouldn't go, and and it was like I just thought that was the I I have laughed about that so much in my life because. <laughs> but, I, but I feel like you and I are like this way. Like, I, I really like being funny, but, man, I love to – I just like being around funny people and friends. And to me, laughter is such a communal thing. Like, right. I don't want to be – the. I don't need to be the funniest guy. In the, I just want to laugh.
1: I, I want wanna, everybody to be laughing. Yes. I, I, I would be – I wouldn't say upset, but, like, I knew when I left the audience to go on stage – I'm losing a good laugher. Like, yes, yes. I'm like I probably better as a laugher than I am as a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm giving love. Like people hear people hear my laugh. People love my laugh. They are like <laughs> yeah. oh, I- yeah. he's laughing. I should be laughing. This guy yeah, that's laughing. Right.
0: That's right. Once I right.
1: go on stage, I'm like, man, that's a nice. That's a yeah. So let me ask. That's you this- a blue chip laugh I'm losing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're losing our we're starting point guard. Yeah, 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 a- like, QB one. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: A QB1 laugh and we lose it. <laughs> uh, so, this is a random question. Does your does your wife think you're funny? She does.
1: She really does. She does. I she love does. that. And she Good laughs night. at the stuff, like still. Like she'll, she's, a, like people in the show will watch her, you know, like oh, watch I'll, their pastor. Isn't that the best? They'll watch her like, is she laughing? At, oh, she, okay. Yeah, all, she's all right. yeah, yeah we're with it. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Like if she likes this stuff, I mean, she knows them better yeah, than anybody. Yeah
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I always love asking that. Okay, so here's the last question. You can have dinner with three other funny people. They could oh, be wow. dead or alive. Oh wow! And and Jesus may have been funny. I always say so. You can say Jesus if you want, because I imagine he's funny. He's the guy that's yeah. the humor up. But you know, three other funny people at dinner. So you and three
1: other people. Who are they? Now I would want to have dinner with Jesus, but not at this conference. Yeah, that, no, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Again, I imagine he's really funny. That's a that's just an assumption.
1: I think Jesus is the funny. How interesting! Can we just
0: digress for a second? What. What if he's really funny?
1: Like, what if... I just bought a book. There was a book about the uh, personality of Jesus. Who? Cause Annie recommended it. I hadn't read it yet, but she was. Mm. That was one of the. They were saying Jesus had a great sense of humor, and you could tell about some of the. Mm, ways in oh, the way, he yeah, 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 Communicated yeah. the parable. But
0: how how much is that gonna mess me up if I if, if Man, I Jesus roll up? And Jesus is killing it, just killing just it, rocking it. Just hold like
1: I, I think he'd be more like us than like the life of the party. I think yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like behind closed he's doors sneaky. like Jesus he's an is, assassin. Jesus <laughs> is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Think Jesus. about that as a statement. Like
0: someday on the, on the new heavens, new earth are bumping, you like, dude, Jesus man. started riffing about goats last dude. night. Like just the horns my on the a, my wings were hurting. I was laughing. <laughs> like oh my god. I dropped were... my halo, man. <laughs> my my halo. back got cold.
1: Remember how our back got cold on earth? My back got cold. I almost blacked out. <laughs> Dude, I gotta tell you this story man This it, it, I'm, I don't know how much time we got no. I, oh. I will listen to any story to Tell me. Tell me. <laughs> this is not a good story but it's a good story, it's not good but it's good, it's so, I, so oh I gotta set it up man, so there, there's this comedian uh, Spanky Brown who was a road comic kind of yep. one of my first yep. friends in comedy, yep. a mentor of mine died, died on the road mm. and uh, this has been a few years ago, so one of the bookers at the club here with, you know, that's how I got on the club in Columbia. Spanky brought me in as a, oh, wow, as, a wow. as his feature. You know, I wow. had not even been doing clubs. He brought me in his feature. So when I did the America's Got Talent, the booker that, you know, know my relationship with Spanky sent me a thing. He was like, Hey man, I wish Spanky was alive to see you oh, wow. on America's Got Talent, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the person would be like, Oh, that's nice. Comedian, I was like, I just wish Spanky was alive. Like, I don't, I mean, like, <laughs> so, so, I, so that's the story. I'm telling that story to another, another comedian one day. I'm, I'm driving, you know, I got ear earplugs on. I'm driving down the highway and I'm telling him this. I'm like, dude, let me tell you this story. And when I, and, and it was so funny, like when, when I was explaining it to him, I'm like, man, Spanky, my dude, man, I wish he would have been here. And then this guy talking about, he wish he would have been here to see me on America That Talent. I was like, shoot. I wish Spanky was alive just to be here, right? And so when I said it, I laughed so hard. I I went blind. I literally, I'm driving. (laughs) I'm I'm probably 75 miles an hour on the interstate, talking to my buddy. I laughed so hard, I momentarily was blinded. I blacked out like in terms of I could not see. And I'm like, dude. I can't see like at least for three seconds. Like oh my I was, gosh and I was like, "Dude," and I like came to like I didn't pass out anything, but it's like I've gotten lightheaded laughing before, <laughs> but I've never <laughs> ever blacked lost out, lost my sight.
0: <laughs> Could you imagine if you're on stage and that happened? Everybody's like, "What's wrong with him?" And you're just kind of staring. I just be at like, oh, "Hey,
1: hey guys, <laughs> hey!" Like, I, and I was like. I couldn't, I'm driving on the interstate. That is amazing. And it was absolutely incredible. There were like barriers that were close to the thing, but where I was at, it was more open. So like, if I would have did that 20 oh, minutes yeah. earlier, I yeah, would have yeah. like slammed into the thing. But you, what, you get to I heaven was, and Jesus is like,
0: <laughs> Mike, just to, I want to run. We're going to let you in, but I just want to say something real quick. We've had a lot of people up here. I mean, a lot of people have died. It's been, you know. We've never, ever, Peter, double check me on this. In yeah, no, he's right. Yeah. No one has died laughing at themselves. Um, so that's a first. That's a first. So we're going to start you in a new neighborhood up there. Um, Have you
1: seen the good place that the TV oh, yeah. show?
0: Oh, yeah. 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 That's where I need to go. On. You think it's heaven, but it's I wanna not. I want
1: to go to the good place.
0: Yeah. There's there's nothing more arrogant than we can think of of someone dying Just laughing at themselves. Laughing
1: at his old joke. <laughs> you know, it's like. I blacked out laughing at me. I knew the punchline. Hold on. Can
0: I just say say that (laughs) sentence again? I blacked out laughing at me. (laughs) At me. How
1: arrogant of an individual.
0: Look, Jesus loves you, but you knew he was shaking his head. He was like, oof, that's rough, man.
1: I thought he got through that. I thought he got through that pride.
0: That is rough. That is rough. There's this callback right there. That's that pride we're doing. Uh, Okay, so you got three people. All right. You got three people. You got it, shameful Jesus could be there. If you want to, just yeah, judge you. yeah.
1: He's like, not gonna have me after that. After he saw me, he ain't coming. He's not taking the invitation. He not <laughs> coming. Jesus, <is> like, <laughs> oh nah. We'll see him later. <laughs> oh my god! I think so. I'm going with Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac oh. is my all time. Oh, Bernie. Favorite, like, good night, that guy. Bernie Mac is hands down one of the f- one of my favorites. I would say Bernie Mac. Dave Chappelle, I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm, I would, I'm between George Carlin and Chris Rock, so those are the two mm-hmm. that I would mm-hmm. have, and mm-hmm. I'll probably go George Carlin because he's not here anymore. Yeah, 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 that's good. That's a
0: good, that's a good lineup. That'd be a really funny, that'd be a funny dinner, man. Man, I'm like, could you imagine? Man, the I'm Bernie Mac there.
1: in and it of itself, because the thing that's most impressive about me, about Bernie to me is, he was older. Hmm. Like there's no young Bernie Mac comedy tapes out there. Like what was he was doing like, then? Do you know? He was kind of doing what I you know I feel like I'm doing like doing it, but it wasn't underneath the lights. Like he was in Chicago, doing his thing. He was traveling. He was a club guy, but he just wasn't a household name. Hmm. And people knew they knew that like man, this guy's amazing. I think I mean, you know, if you look, Bernie had an HBO special. Years before the Bernie Mac show and hmm. uh the Kings of Comedy, it just didn't work. You know, it just wasn't yeah. the time. God, that Kings of Comedy. Oh. I think I TT'd in my pants. Day I was in college. I laid on, I watched this in the movie theater. I laid on the floor in the movie It theater. is, it is. That is the worst floor to lay on. There's not <laughs> a worse floor <laughs> to physically put your body on than a... Movie oh theater God. floor. That's- do you know? Do you know the other thing I think I did that caused me
0: to do that is in in Dumb and Dumber. This is the hardest I've laughed in a movie theater, and not the part because everybody thinks it's the toilet scene, which was hysterical. But when he is shooting the ketchup up and he's trying to hit his mouth when he's eating the, I I don't know what it was, man. I I couldn't get it together. I remember I think I sat on the floor in the theater laughing. Like I could not get it together. Like my body was like, "Sorry, bro, this I'm is out. just how." that that whole bit? I mean, th- there are so many parts that of Kings come, of but when when he starts talking about if one person started running, <laughs> I I I I don't know at that point in my life if I had laughed that hard. I
1: mean, his other oh, thing I could at some point years ago I could talk like Bernie, like I, so people would like have me oh, on the get phone you to do it. talking oh. to that. I would do it. I, I that was. I mean, I'm not an impressions guy. They'll probably if I if I focused and play, some time doing it. I could maybe create yeah, some yeah. voices. But yeah, I loved Bernie Mac, man. Well,
0: th- do this. Tell tell the people what you got out. They need to see what's going on with you,
1: so y'all can check me out, man. One of the things that would be a big help to me if you go to Amazon Prime Video and watch. What you're not gonna do is not laugh at these jokes. Not, you don't have to watch it. Just go and no, review. No, dude, no, you get, no, you get. Listen, people, <laughs> watch it, watch it. But if you don't if you watch, aren't it. you're laughing by now. Just sometimes. go and review it. Just give me five stars, and we'll call it even. If you don't watch it, just, just do it. <laughs> that's right, that's <laughs> just, right. But yeah, that's if you right. can go see that and tell people about it and and, and review. And what's it? your website? I'm at comedian ComedianMikeGoodwin.com. I just recently bought MikeGoodwin.com, and I'm very embarrassed for how much money I spent on that uh, website. <laughs> it, it was like a guy, well, like oh, a lawyer or oh, something. Like some guy, I, it was like a dentist. Some guy was just like, hey, man. He He didn't even have it. He sent it to like a brokering group. They were like. Oh. So there was no negotiations. It was just like, hey, this is the price. If you want it. <laughs> you just click and start oh, crying. Oh, my God. That's know, my name. Man. Get it's, my yes. name. Get my name. You ain't doing that with my name. It's my name. My gosh. I got to buy you, my name. I, did, just, this feels really wrong. It's and so, it's not being used. The last uh, time I, the guy was a realtor, and I kind of was watching it for a while, and then he's, I guess he stopped selling real estate at some point. But he, but
0: he sold that site. He sold
1: he he that. <laughs> he sold that real estate. <laughs> <laughs> he's still in the, yeah, that real well, that estate digital, online. Uh, re, that digital re, real estate. <laughs>
0: I still you, have properties out here. Oh, my gosh. You're a legend, and obviously you made, I don't know that I've ever laughed this hard in a podcast. Like, I'm going to listen back to this and be so annoyed at myself the whole time, just
1: laughing. I, I, my, my bad, My bad. Thank you so much for this. You're no, man, man, thanks for having me, man. This was so yes. much fun.
0: And thank you all for listening to It's Hard Being an Idiot podcast. And make sure to check out my stand-up comedy album called It's Hard Being an Idiot everywhere you listen to music and comedy.